0: Hey, Steve, I was thinking we could talk about Season 7, Episode 10 of Mad Men. What do you think?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, okay, why not?
0: What do you think we would we record it and put it available on the internet and push it through an RSS feed to people's devices?
1: Well, if we must. Okay.
0: I'll take care of that end.
1: Okay. Good, good, good.
0: <laughs> because I know how long it takes you to edit. Um,
1: <laughs> see, the difference is I just don't
0: edit anything. I throw a song on at the end and we're in business, right? Whereas you, with, with stories from Sackville, you've got like a yeah. little thing where you're throwing in little, little stingers and little bits. Exactly. Little I little like, I,
1: I enjoy doing that.
0: Oh, no, that it's fun. It's fun to do. Don't misunderstand me. It was one year Isabel and I did a a, um, a clip show for our entire year. And, you know, she went through all the episodes, like 50 odd of them and said, oh, this point, this part here, this part here, that clip this out. And I put it, oh, that was a great deal of yep. fun. Yeah.
1: You
0: know, I, I I get the.
1: Yeah. Sort yeah. Of, we're- We still have four episodes that we haven't released.
0: Any of those pre-pandemic?
1: No. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm being a bit of a dick here. Two from 2020 and two from 2021.
0: Okay, so we're close. (laughs) Excellent. I look forward to hearing them because I do love hearing you guys talk. I really enjoy it, even though I didn't grow up in Sackville. Yeah. I can tell you that it's not that similar than growing up in Sudbury or London where I grew up. So yeah. yeah, pretty great stuff uh but today we are we will be talking about as i mentioned season seven episode 10 the forecast which was originally aired on april 19th 2015 Mm -hmm. um and we're getting near the end and the thing i talked about last time about how you start hearing there's this little flourish of flourish of music that happens and it happens more and more towards the end of the series where we're getting and it's just sort of reminding you oh it's almost over it's
1: almost over
0: uh, I also had a dis- i just, as a complete aside before we get going, uh, we just hired a new person, new full-time faculty member. She's great. She's wonderful. New, f- uh, uh, clinical psychologist, which we haven't had in quite a while.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, her name's T- Dr. Taryn Bruni and she's great. And we stole her from the university of Michigan, which is even better. And, uh, <laughs> uh, she's, we were just, sort of, you know, getting to know each other. I was in the hiring committee, so I kind of know her, but we we're getting to know each other. And I, I said, um, so, uh, what TV shows do you watch? And she said, "I just started Mad Men. Have you ever seen that?" <laughs> I said, "Yeah, I got a podcast recommendation for you." Uh, she's listed on... under. Listen yeah. under
1: questions you regret. Regret asking. You get asking. <laughs> exactly right.
0: I sent her a link and I said, "Don't read into any, any of the descriptions if you're only on season one because you're going to get spoiled." Um. Right. Uh, we open up on Don's real estate agent um waking him up i i i the fact that she says don don and then yells draper yeah and they do that on tv shows a lot and i have always thought it was a nod to people in the who are in the military at some point in their lives being yelled at by their last name and it and it startles them yeah yeah i mean even though he wasn't called draper in the military which we know but I've always thought that I've always figured yeah. that's why that's the case. And that people were used to being yelled at in that, especially if they're asleep. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause if she had said like Donald Draper, that would have been like more motherly. Yes. Like more of Donald, a
0: Donald Donald. And of course, as we know, Don's mom never said that cause she died in childbirth, but even his yep. stepmother wasn't really entirely nice to him.
1: And uh, his name wasn't Donald anyway.
0: That's right. His name was Dick. Um, I like when he's, you know, uh, it, it's funny when, when she says to him, have you ever sold an apartment? <laughs> a woman would not talk to a man like that in, in season one. No. Like not, no woman would ever talk to a man like that.
1: No, exactly.
0: We, we saw that in the very, well, I think it was the first, maybe the first episode, you know, yeah. uh, that, that Dawn gets up and leaves when, when, when Rachel Mencken uh, doesn't like the way you know that doesn't like something he says and she's like he's gets all mad at her uh you know so it's it's an interesting difference here
1: yeah we're seeing we're seeing the change you know we've seen how we've seen we've seen how uh american society has changed
0: and that's a fundamental huge giant sea change in 10 years i mean i think that most of us you know nowadays to be like why wouldn't you say that but You know, yeah. there still be a lot of people at that time that would say such a thing, like women yeah. can't talk to men like that or something. Yeah. So it is a big thing. Uh, Jones out in LA gets to the LA office. Uh, her mom calls, and her mom doesn't understand time zones. So I find yeah. it's just simple subtraction, mom. <laughs> a lot of people like that. Yeah, it's not uncommon. You must get that a lot because you're living a time zone that not a lot of people live in comparatively.
1: Yes especially trying to do podcasts with people who live in the eastern time zone sons of bitches i know those bastards and then and then jason reese comes along and he's in the central time zone see
0: that and that makes no sense because he should really be in eastern
1: yeah it's like you know
0: (laughs) and you know massachusetts and, and maine and everything should be in your time zone
1: yeah i know I mean, he's in tennessee and so it's two hours behind so you know Tennessee is behind the 21st century. So.
0: Well, I think, I think Jason would tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I think if he were here, he'd say yes. And,
1: uh, <laughs> occasionally I say hello from the future because <laughs> exactly. I'm a, an hour ahead of Eastern and two, two ahead of central. So I say we hello say, from the future. Woo. We used to say
0: when we were flying into deer Lake, Newfoundland, uh, you know, uh, we're about to land in deer Lake, please set your watches back 30 years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, your mom calls and, uh, She's obviously away from home uh, for a business trip, and, uh, as I yep. mentioned in Los Angeles. John orders John room service, and I it's it's kind of great that at first she's like uh, black coffee, a grapefruit, and then oh yeah, and French toast. Yeah, <laughs> like we've yeah. all done that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the, 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 but there's one thing on there that you know she orders skim milk. Ugh, not even food. Like, what's the point? I don't understand skim milk. You, you might as well have water. Yeah, it's it's it's
0: flavorless. But somewhat thick. It's it's like someone left some chalk in a glass of water.
1: Exactly. So, like if you yeah. said
0: it's it's skim. If you said to me, oh, it's breakfast. It's skim milk with a uh, Wonder Bread toasted, uh, but no, uh, but but margarine on it. I'd go. Yeah. I'll just eat a piece of the bread and leave. Yeah. <laughs> it's like because <laughs> it's not even food. No. No. Skim milk has one use. It's opaque and can be used to fill a pool that rats swim around in, but they don't know where the bottom is. It's literally right. used in. <laughs> The kind of work I do. And that's what it's useful for. It's a it's an
1: experimental
0: apparatus. It is mm-hmm. not food. All right. Um and as you mentioned here, French toast is good, but it's hard to get good French toast.
1: It is hard to get good French toast. Usually too eggy, I find. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It, French toast good French toast, you need a, it really needs to be balanced properly, if not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Then you know. it just tastes like <laughs> soggy egg bread.
1: Exactly. You know. exactly or it sits there for too long and it's like eh. yeah.
0: yeah and then it, yeah it, I, i'm not yeah. a huge i've had french toast i like but i'm not a big french toast guy i'll yeah. say that yeah. um we got roger and dawn, and it uh, turns out roger actually uh has to write 250 20 sorry 2500 words uh, on the company like what the future of sterling cooper is yeah. <laughs> yes 20 oh 10 whole pages and roger of course immediately page. is like
1: that's work i'm not doing work yeah ro- roger's finding out that, that what most of us know is that having to work sucks
0: yeah work is is a thing one does and you have yep. to do it roger you don't i yeah i assume he only owns at this point 49 and a half percent of the yeah. company or something but yeah uh or like the partners do but yeah roger doesn't do that and he passes pawns it off on don yeah because he can yeah, exactly. <laughs> he can, Not- and, and Don can't really say, like, Roger is the boss. He's the president yep. of the of this subsidiary, right? Yep. So he's an actual boss, and he can actually yep. tell people what to do.
1: Um, yep. 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 Now we know what's trickling down.
0: <laughs> yeah. Shit trickles
1: down. That's, <laughs> yeah, what, trickles, exactly. that's what trickles down, buddy.
0: Uh, that trickle down thing worked. We would be in the most prosperous time in the history. <laughs> of course. There's no gap between rich and poor. Uh, anyway, um, then it's Lou. I don't know if I've told you this, before. Not a big Lou fan.
1: No, me neither.
0: <laughs> but I like, I like that he says uh, about you know Jones. Like, aren't we going to rank order the candidates? And I've I've literally had this discussion being on hiring yeah. committees and stuff. And you know, he says, "I did it, you did it. There's no need to do it together." And this is the first time yeah. in my life I've agreed with Lou. I know, I know. Because it's like, no, dude, you're, you're right. You don't have to do it twice we all did it let's yeah, just well, get together
1: and compare our spreadsheets you know the cliche a clock a broken clock is correct twice a day so That's you right. know this is glue must be correct at some point
0: yeah exactly um yeah yeah i just hate him anyway <laughs> then, i love that don don is obviously dictating his ideas for the future of the company to meredith and meredith says a space station <laughs> And it's funny how she, like, I don't think, as I've said before, I don't think she's stupid. I think she may be ditzy, which is like, she's half yeah. paying attention to the world sometimes, but as soon as it's job time and part of yeah. and part of, of her job is protecting Don Draper. As soon yeah. as that, as soon as somebody comes in, um, she says, uh, you know, oh, he's very busy. Yeah. Like she's and, always protecting him.
1: Yeah. And, and to be fair to her, like, this is the height of the space race. Mm-hmm. So like, like, like a space station, is probably not as it wouldn't be bizarre ridiculous, yeah. As we might think. I mean, I figured
0: at that when, in 1970, I figured that there would be an off chance I would know someone or I would actually go into space. Yeah. By the time I was well, the age I am now. Yeah. Um. You know, we got. You know, Pan Am had you could reserve flights to the moon on Pan yes. Am. Hilton literally did say he was going to build a, a, a hotel on the moon. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think people understand the pervasiveness of the space space race, but also the fact that it seemed like that was what was going to happen. Yeah. And it's still 1970. So Nixon hasn't cut out Apollo's, uh, 18, 19 and 20. Right. So, and there's going to be Skylab and there's the, the shuttle they're talking about that, you know, I, low earth orbit, that's stupid. We're going to Mars. <laughs> yep. So it's not <laughs> ridiculous that she said that you're right. It would be in her, it would be in the back of her mind. Because let's see, it's 1970. We've, we're at, a, I, oh, interesting. They didn't talk about Apollo 13 in this episode. And I think this is right around, a, which makes sense because no one cared about the moon. Yeah. <laughs> so, suddenly it's like, oh, good. More yeah, guys are going to the moon. That. Yeah, It's like the day of the Challenger explosion. I was yeah. walking along and I a friend of mine said, uh, "Is that Western, I was an undergrad. And she said, what's that? I said, oh, I don't know. The Americans are putting something else up in space. Let's get the class. Yeah. <laughs> and it exploded. Had we had we waited a few minutes. Anyway. Uh, yep. Peter Pan cookies, those are good. I like. I, they don't taste at all like peanut butter. They have their own right. flavor, but I, I like them. I like I've them. never had Peter
1: Pan cookies.
0: They're pretty good. Like I yeah. said, it's it's like a super sweet peanut butter icing. It's not really peanut okay. butter in them, but I mean, I guess it probably technically is. But, but, yeah. Um. So Ed, the guy whose name I found out last week, and Johnny yep. Mathis, <laughs> still <Yep. laughs> Um. Explain their cookie campaign. It's not a stupid idea. The the idea of the you know, dear John letters to different cookies. I could nope. see that being an ad in 1970. Yep. Yep. Um, and then of course, uh, of course, that's all about love. And Don says love again. Yeah. And of course the recurring theme we've seen quite a bit in this. I mean, he had, mentions, I think in episode two, love is something that people in our business invented to sell nylons.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and yeah, he's uh, Don't use love. We don't
1: want to use love. Yeah. Well, he doesn't understand love. He, he wants to know of. what love, he wants yeah. to know what love is. Yeah. He's like foreigner, <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. foreigner, <laughs> about 15 years earlier. Yeah. I want to know what love is. <laughs> exactly.
0: Um, and then Lou comes in and he's late. Uh, um, then, but our Lou is late. He hasn't come in yet. And he's taught, she's talking to, um, uh, Jones talking to D the secretary out there. Now D knows what's up. She knows about the scouts on Um, yeah. I love her description of it and how he's meeting with Hanna-Barbera. It's like Gomer Pyle, but he's a monkey. <laughs> and, you know, from the little bit we've seen of Scout's Honor, yeah, that tracks. Mm-hmm. That's pretty mm-hmm. much, you pretty much nailed it there, D. Yep. And I, I, the look on Joan's face is like, I'm a partner. I'm paying for this. Yeah. You know. Um, Bruce Greenwood shows up. I like Bruce Greenwood and everything he does just because there's something about Bruce Greenwood that there I is. like.
1: Yeah. He yeah, has an on-screen,
0: uh, like a magnetism and i can't describe it um i don't know what it is it's, it's a charisma which is usually something when you have no word to describe what why something is interesting
1: yeah a je ne sais quoi
0: a je ne sais quoi which is literally an i don't know what so yes. and that's exactly what he has he has yeah. that i know when he was in star trek um the the the, the 2009 reboot when he played captain Pike. Yeah. he was great yeah like and he wasn't in it for that long but no. like he was you know when he goes and talks to the, the kid, Captain Kirk. You're like, I I will also join Starfleet, Captain Pike. <laughs> that sounds great. So it's actually I I just like seeing him. Yeah. the um, the,
1: only, the only problem that I said that I point out is yeah. once you see him, you know this character is oh, going to be important. Exactly because they're Cause not you bringing don't, him. You, yeah, you don't bring Bruce Bruce Greenwood in for a away character. Yeah. Right. You know he's going to be something big.
0: Exactly. Like you're not going to bring. It's like with Ray Wise. Yep. you're not going to bring Ray exactly. Wise in, um, because and just use him in half a scene, right? Yeah, right.
1: That's why in um, the day the earth stood still, the Michael Rennie who plays the alien. Yep. It, originally, it was supposed to be Spencer Tracy. Oh. But the producers and the director said, "No, no, 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 no. If if Spencer Tracy comes out of that UFO, it's Spencer Tracy." They and so that's why they wanted somebody somebody knew somebody that the audiences didn't know because yep. Spencer Tracy brings a thing with him, right? You like, you you know, He's Spencer Tracy. Of, yeah. And, <laughs> and you know, the kind of roles he exactly. played. Yep. So, whereas with Michael Rennie, um, because he was, he was English um, and they, they brought him over from England mm-hmm. at the time, nobody knew who he was. So he, he, he seemed alien. Yeah. And so suddenly it wasn't what wasn't, you know, they didn't know how, how to take it. Right. Right. Whereas like with Bruce Greenwood, he comes on, you know, he's, he's going to be around
0: for an episode or two, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They'll tell you if Spencer Tracy had played the alien, he could then have said, people could have said, guess who's coming to dinner at that point. That's true. Thank you. Thank Mm -hmm. you very much. I'll be here all week.
1: Um, Uh, twice (laughs) on Saturdays.
0: I imagine there are men who would do something like this and I'm not one of them. The guys that would be like, uh, oh, okay. Like pretend because it's a really good looking woman. Yeah. I have friends, I think that would, who, you know, when I was younger, we're all married now, but I mean, I have friends who I think would have been able to pull off what he pulled off there. Yeah. I know I couldn't. No, Um, I couldn't either. Generally my, my reaction around women when I still even is I just don't know how to, I don't know anything. Uh, it's different when I'm speaking to women and I'm an expert. So, I mean, I'm in class, it's fine. Yes. <laughs> it's fine. It's not a problem. I just see them all as people who don't know anything. Yes. Like all of them, men to the women. Yeah, it's right. way easier. Way yeah,
1: easier. see, people always say, imagine your audience is naked. It's like, no, no, don't. No. Imagine your audience doesn't know anything. So yeah. You have to explain it to them.
0: That, and that's, this is what Steve and I do.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, Not saying they know stuff after the class, but no, you know no. hey, least, I didn't. At say, least we try. We didn't we we say try. either
0: of us were ever successful at our jobs. Yeah. It's nope. just,
1: <laughs> at least we try.
0: <laughs> I like the idea when he when he says Richard Bergoff. I'm looking for my optometrist. Yep, and I then picture that Sterling Cooper West is in a strip mall. I, yeah, I, that's 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 the the, yeah. the the picture I'm getting here. Um, anyway, I, I like Bruce Greenwood. Um, I do too. It's good. Sally is off on a, a school trip. Uh senior yep. class trip, I guess, through the States. Yep. Uh we used to have class trips, not in high school. We would but of course she goes to a, an elite private school. Yeah. Um, I remember we would go to we went to Ottawa once, we mm-hmm. went to other places. Quebec City was a common destination Anywhere we, interesting we and historical. To
1: we went to really? Toronto.
0: Okay. You just, did you see anything interesting in Toronto like nineteen eighty? Um, Could you see
1: Yes. <laughs> Um, stand the record man rem- remember yeah well we did see stand the <laughs> man but remember we were all teenage boys at the time yeah so was, oh I know
0: exactly what you're to say
1: so there was a video game which um would take off clothes women's clothes yes <laughs> we, were, we were fascinated by that for some of course. reason. um uh
0: yes in the yeah. in the heyday of of, of young street um,
1: it was it was the 1980s yeah and it this sounded, and this yeah. was like not in as like no. in a strip club or anything this was in an actual video arcade
0: yeah i know this is right. something i don't think people and i remember friends of mine would actually like you know women girlfriends uh th- i guess they would be kids so they'd be girls then <laughs> like guys this is stupid yeah don't do of course you're a 16 15 year old guy You're like, what's your problem
1: because
0: yep. you're an idiot uh
1: <laughs> and you want to see boobies <laughs> you
0: want to see boobies like it's <laughs> it's folks the internet wasn't pervasive uh, no. we couldn't find Freeport everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Wasn't the thing. Uh, yes. I like how Sally is signing traveler's checks and she's figured out this is something I th- I've thought about so many times. The fatal flaw in the, the, the signature system. Yes. <laughs> if you can fake a signature, which with about five minutes practice, you should be able to do. Yeah. Um, and I like when, you know, she tells her mother that, and then she, her, you know, Betty's like, they figured that out. Sally yeah <laughs> it's like no they really haven't betty no, that's why haven't. there's fraud <laughs> yep that's why my but dad told listened- me to have a fi- signature nobody can fake as, as a yes. piece of advice when i started my first job
1: yes so <laughs> they're at least listening carl malden yes all right exactly. don't leave home with them don't leave home thank with you that, carl though. thank you carl
0: and american express travelers checks were the first travelers checks if i'm not mistaken i believe so i believe so uh, and, oh yes and sally had betty's got in some trouble on her school trip she's she <laughs> broke wind broke light bulbs in all, in, in hotels uh <laughs> this this conversation is a little late yeah so am i yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh she's such a great being bitchy know-it-all teenage yeah. girl it's perfect
1: although i kind of like betty here i mean she's trying to be the cool hip mom
0: there's no doubt she's about that.
1: She's failing, of course,
0: but because she's but, Betty Betty Francis, she can't be a cool hip anything. And yeah. and parents
1: are are, are, are not cool anyway. Yeah, so right. so I li- but I like her here because she's trying to she's at least trying to be like you know a half decent parent here. <clears throat> yeah, she I, she really is. Um,
0: and she's you know saying it's okay. You're gonna get in some trouble don't wreck anything and of course Sally's got the immediate response which i think a lot of teenage kids would have which is i'm edgier than you are yeah. uh and i'm awesome and uh, also i'm having sex with everybody like yeah <laughs> just the shocker mother uh i it was a good and the way she you now it's it can't be super hard for kieran shipka to you know play a teenage girl cuz that's what she yeah. was yeah. but she really did make that look real yeah having had a teenage girl at one point um <laughs> boy yeah. was that accurate
1: I, I like the line when when she when betty was talking about uh the 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 trip that she had yeah and and sally says didn't they call them the colonies back then <laughs> it's like oh that's a great line <laughs> it's pretty good it's pretty good
0: i liked though that betty laughed betty took it yeah. as the joke it was intended to be yeah. right it was yeah. that was almost banter which i that's I think that's
1: is- what i that's what i mean is betty is being a half decent parent here
0: She's not slapping in their face and saying, "I'll break your arm" or something.
1: Exactly. Like you know,
0: yeah. She didn't take it as some sort of personal affront that her daughter made fun of the fact that she's older than she is. You know, yeah. it's 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 good. Uh, then we get back to Don talking about the apartment, and he's Don. He Don how had a an apartment.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> now she then says, "It looks like a sad person lives here."
1: <laughs> yeah, it reeks of failure,
0: and it does. It does. Uh, well, it reeks mostly of cigarettes, but also. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It. it th- there's. There's no furniture. There's a great big stain on the floor. Yeah. We saw a couple episodes ago. Um, And as beautiful as the place is, it still looks
1: not beautiful. No, it's run down. It's like, you know, because he hasn't done anything with it. No, he hasn't.
0: And uh, yeah. uh, And he actually says, a lot of wonderful things happened here. And then you hear that music. And I think that's the show saying, show's almost over but it's been yeah. really good right folks it's been really good you've enjoyed it right yep. <laughs> um but yeah I I, I you know I, I'm pretty sure that Dawn is telling Dawn realizes something this is really big that it's not it's not just the end of the show but the character in the show realizes something that my god I'm selling my place again I mean the failed marriage.
1: Yeah, I think that's the thing that we see in, in, uh, so far in in this se- season, but in this episode as as well is like yep. Don's having a different conversation than everybody else. <laughs> he you
0: know, really is yeah. because
1: he he's kind of realizing things, right? And this and this is why you know the writers give him the job of of talking about the future, yeah, because that's what he's now thinking about. You know, yeah. he's thinking about his future and yeah. you know what he wants from life.
0: And he's he's standing in for all of us who at the time were going, What am I gonna watch on S- Saturdays? It's yeah. o- Sundays at 10 o'clock at night anymore. This is almost yeah. over. Like you know, and I, I I like when a show can be self-conscious like that yeah. without being without being too heavy-handed. Yeah. Um, because that does happen. Um, sure. you know, now. The ultimate heavy handed thing here is, you know, you think of uh, BJ putting out the letters goodbye, but yes. of course he, they were saying goodbye to all of us. And not, that's fine. Yeah. And it's fine. I have no yeah. issue with it, by the way. What no. I'm saying is that, that, you know, it's not surprising that that kind of thing happens on a show that actually has a chance to end and doesn't right. just end because it's canceled. Right. Yeah. Um, Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, Richard and Jones slept together, which shouldn't surprise us because, well, of as you said, why would they? <laughs> okay. Why would they bring
1: uh, Bruce Gainwood in? No,
0: exactly. I keep. I knew they were me... going to
1: sleep together the minute I saw him come in. Of, was course. Like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah.
0: I. A couple things. His leisure suit choices are perfect for a guy who's extremely trendy, but that age in the nineteen seven in nineteen it, seven,
1: definitely, I definitely, guess, perfect. Yep. I, I call it the Kelly Brackett look. <laughs> I'm after D- Dr. Brackett on the emergency. <laughs> look at some, look at some of the pants that he wears and it's just terrible. And it's like, Oh
0: my God. It's funny. My dad was pretty stylish and he had the yeah. wide ties and the big lapels and the whole thing. Cause he was, you know, let's see. So he, my dad was 27 in 1970. So, I mean, right. that's just peak yeah. and living in Toronto and sort yeah. of, but I'll tell you something, no leisure suit. There, there were no. certain lines my dad drew and that was one of them. <laughs> It was that there was voting conservative. There was cheering for the Leafs. There were just certain things my father would never do. Yeah. Um, if I ever do want to reanimate my dad from the dead, I just have to start. I'll put a conservative side on my lawn. He will yeah. show up immediately. Yeah. Don't worry. It's not going to happen. Um, yes, yeah, so they slept together and, um, now, one of the things that I noticed here is he, at first, seems to want her to be, he wants to do what Roger did in what, season one or two or whatever, and sort of yeah. almost put her in a cage, right? Yes. He's divorced as well. Uh, he does say, boy, did he blow it, yeah. <laughs> which I think is a pretty good. And she's like, oh, yes, he did. Um, oh, so you have mouths to feed. No, I've just got the job I've always wanted. Well, yeah. the, uh, she's half telling the truth. But I do think she likes her job now, so yeah. that is kind of cool. Um, yeah. So I see I mean, why she I, want to leave it.
1: Yeah, I I have problems with this relationship the way it right. is. Is like there are things about it that I like, mm-hmm. and there are things about it that it's like, oh, hello, misogyny. Here we are again. Oh,
0: I th- and, yeah, I agree with um, you. I feel the same way. Know,
1: and there's a, a not necessarily in this scene, but in a later scene, there's a kind of a a Joan character regression. I think there is, there is, and it's like.
0: And, uh, and I mean, it doesn't surprise me because I mean, she wouldn't be, com- I think that other thing that she was trained to be until she was in her mid thirties, yeah, you know, is still there and she's trying to suppress sure. it. Right. So sure. it doesn't sure. surprise me. But no, I mean, there,
1: right. there's a point to be made. I just, again, you just like a lot of things in this season, it's just not done well.
0: Yeah, and it, though it's it's story, it's this one's way better than the first two. That's for sure.
1: Well, yeah, definitely, and and there are there are great moments in this this episode too. This, right? I'm, for sure, you know, it's a, for me, it's a very un, uneven episode. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yes, yeah, um, like like th- like this is a this is an idea, this is a concept that I think is a good one. Yes, that needs to be dealt with, but I don't think they pull it off in this sort of s- s- story arc. Yeah, with, certainly not in this episode. I don't know what happens that's in other episodes, obviously, but in, but it just doesn't just doesn't gel you know what i mean
0: yeah no i do i do uh the first the these first couple from first three or f- i mean i would say four i think next week it or well it'll be two weeks everybody spoiler alert uh it really then coalesces but right now no you're, yeah. you're not you're not wrong at all yeah. um don gets a donut and coffee for ted um he's actually of course trying to get ted to do the thing that roger Pondoff off on him ted figures yeah. that immediately and he says, you know, no, you're, you just, you write, you you paint such a better picture with words, which is probably true, but yes. also we've heard Don say how lazy a person he is. Right. Yes. Uh, 2,500 words is like a nightmare to these guys. Whereas, oh, I know just knocking out 10 double space pages. Give me I a know. topic. I'll have you something in four. I'll yeah. have you something by the time we're done.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The first draft will be like 35 pages and I'll have to edit it down, <laughs> it but down. you know, <laughs>
0: That's right. Just as long as it doesn't start out with in today's society, In um,
1: today's society,
0: uh, or as Anthony always says in today's work or day world. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so Ted would that, at
1: least show some wit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> a little, just a little. Um, it's funny because then Don says, you know, what do you think our future is? And Ted says, you know, I'd really like to land a pharmaceutical. So Ted just wants to be in advertising. Yeah. And it's funny because, you know, three episodes ago, Don's like, look, if you just had to do advertising? It'd be great." Yeah. I don't want to do that. No, you really do. Yeah. I, I, I want to do it. We just want to work. And now, Don almost Don is basically mocking Ted and later Peggy for the same thing, which is saying, "I just want to do really good advertising." He's like, "No, come on, this sucks."
1: Yeah, because c- I mean, again, it's it's that uh, that idea that you're always not you're never fulfilled. That's right, right. You're always just you, you can't kind of relax and say you know, I've done a good job. It's always about the next thing. Yeah. Right. You know, and it's, and and it's about, it's about the next job. It's about the next, the next account. And, you know, Don is in a place right now, I think where he's thinking, is this all there is?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the song last week. Is right. that all there is? Right. I exactly. mean, this is exactly what's happening here. And Don's been saying this in season one. It's like, yeah. I I don't know if I want this to be my life. It's funny. It's like he fell into something he's good at, but yeah. I'm not entirely sure he wants to do it. You know, right. um, it's kind of like how I felt at the end of graduate school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you felt that way, but at the end of I graduate did. school, it's like, I don't want anything to do with this field ever again. No. No. I hate all of these people and all yep. of these questions.
1: Yep. Exactly. <laughs> well, People ask me, what are you going to do when you finish PhD? I said, I'm going to read.
0: Yeah, what you,
1: you just had a pay, yeah. did a PhD yeah. in literature. Yeah, like yeah, but you're right. It, it's it's just uh, now I can read stuff that I want to read rather yeah. than stuff I have to read. I don't
0: have to go. Oh shit, not this crap.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh.
0: yes, I know I have to know this. Uh, but... Or
1: Freud? Oh good <laughs> lord.
0: Oh uh, yeah, tell me about that.
1: That's the problem with doing British literature in the 1930s. Is Freud was big.
0: Oh, Freud was big. Oh yeah, Freud did a lot of good things in a way yeah for 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 art but mostly just for art yeah (laughs) Oh well richard calls Uh uh-huh they're meeting up at the oak room which is at the plaza which is i believe we're staying so that makes some sense um Uh i looked up the oak room it's still it's been closed for quite a while now in a dispute over something but it is it was the restaurant at the plaza and it's uh it had a menu that was like 50 pages long, all sort of continental French stuff, exactly what you'd expect at the time, yeah. but a very yeah. well-known and fancy place.
1: And pretentious.
0: Oh, yeah. And it shows up in like every other movie that takes place in New York. Sure. Yeah. yeah, so that's fine. Um, and you're right. As you note in our documentary, you said, you know, they're just, they're trying to impress each other. So she's like, yeah, yeah let's go to the yeah. plaza. And then he says, ah, oh, you can make an entrance when she says, I'll, I'll meet you there. <laughs> so like, he's, the, the, it, both of them are kind of playing a game at this point yep. and i think early in a, early in a relationship it kind of is a game yep. there's a sort you of know. mating dance aspect to the whole thing yeah and, it, they, and this is part of the it.
1: this is part of the relationship that they're developing that i kind of like the yeah, playfulness too. they have because i think joan needs it right oh she
0: you know? does i think and it's not that she needs a man i think she no. needs someone she can have as a, a confidant somebody because yeah. we've seen no friends for joan Exactly, in fact, nobody has any friends. You know, no. the closest thing anybody here has ever had to a friend, I guess, Stan and Peggy are friends. Yeah, um, but outside work, Don had Arnie Rosen, and he was sleeping with his wife. Yeah, I, I can't think of anybody having a friend.
1: No, right? So
0: yeah. she needs somebody she can confide in, and yeah. somebody who's her equal, right? That and who she views as an equal, yeah. not just who we can say that they're equals. Like Joan's really smart. So she, she needs should. somebody she can just talk to yep yep that isn't her mother or her four-year-old son yes (laughs) because i remember when uh, kids were young and you know isabel would say when i'd come home and you know she'd just start talking and i'd be like yeah i would be thinking i I, can you uh, i gotta just decompress a little bit then realize oh she's been talking to a toddler all day yeah talk to an adult (laughs) i get it because having looked after the kids at times as their father for you know, say a week or something, you, you start going, I got that. Uh, can I just talk to a grown-up?
1: No more Peppa Pig, please. No more Peppa Pig. No uh, <laughs> um, I want to stab Mr. Rogers. Uh.
0: <laughs> exactly. You notice how Don goes for the Hershey bar? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Pete tells Don that uh, Mathis said the word fuck. I love how Pete won't even say it. He's yeah. like, you know, it's an f-word that yeah. in or whatever the hell he said. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like come on, just say fuck. It's no one's going like to die.
1: You're an adult, Pete. You can say fuck.
0: And it's and I get that people didn't swear as much as they sure do now. But people but things were getting a lot more liberal that way by 1970. Yeah. And also they all know each other. He could have said yeah. fuck and it wouldn't have been a problem, but yeah. it's so, you know, Wasp of Pete, not uh, yeah. to say,
1: you know, and, and even even it's just like functional. Oh, exactly. what did he say? He, he, he said, fuck. He's yeah, like, you, can just you know, say that. He said fuck, right? yeah, it's like
0: exactly. Um, <clears throat> oh, hey, it's Glenn, it's giant grown up Glenn, giant
1: grown up Glenn,
0: <laughs> like he's six foot two now. Yep, <laughs> what's going on there?
1: I guess it's he, called aging. He's got sideburns, and <laughs> he looks so 70s. Hair. It's so 70s, it's perfect. It is.
0: Um, I like the fact that when, uh, the maid who we've never even had name checked, he asks her her name. Yeah. I thought, Glenn, you're classy. Good yep. on you. I always thought Helen Bishop would have raised a good boy. So that's mm-hmm. good. Um, Betty doesn't even recognize him. Uh, are George going to introduce me to your friend? <laughs> <laughs> you look so different. And then he says, you look exactly the same. Yeah, that's right. She does look like she just still stepped out of better homes and gardens yep. in 1957. So yeah.
1: Yep. Still looks like Grace Kelly.
0: Yep. And Glenn's going to the Purchase, which uh, is a fine arts university, basically uh, yeah. part of the SUNY system. And um, so I guess we could assume that Glenn is doing acting. Yes. <laughs> let's let's go with that. Um. And it was brand new that brand new that it was founded in 1967, mm-hmm. uh, which I didn't know. I'd always heard of it. I looked it up. Um. I like Sally looking back. Sally keeps looking back and forth at the two of them like what's with you two yeah it's like I guess she never knew that they had this weird relationship like no exactly because why would her mom share it with her and Glenn would probably be like a little embarrassed to share it with her right Right. I think they both would be so she's now watching going what is happening (laughs) I think they're flirting with each other this is gross you know Uh, and then, uh, Glenn asked for a beer, which he could, a lot of people bump on this, but in eight, at that time in New York state, the drinking age was 18 and in Connecticut, in fact, in most parts of the United States, the drinking age was 18. Uh, as soon as they lowered the voting age to 18, most States went, well, I guess the drinking age should be
1: 18. Yeah. If you're old but, enough to vote.
0: Yeah. It seems to me if you're old enough to vote and die in a war, you're old yeah. enough to drink, buy a beer and buy a pack of smokes. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, America's weird, man. The drinking thing in the states, there's nothing, I find it so bizarre. And I find a lot of things about the states bizarre. Yes. <laughs> the guns as well, but putting that aside even, which is not an easy thing to do. Um, the drinking, the attitude towards alcohol and drugs in the states is really weird to me. Like it's Yeah, but
1: you get a lot of those kind of sort of conservative religious groups
0: it's that. Oh, yeah. I'm almost who, certain who, that's what
1: it is. Yeah. Who, who, like, who, like, forget that, like, Jesus turned water into wine. <laughs>
0: that's right. Jesus was like, guys, you guys want to drink? Because I can, like, like it was, it was a Wines
1: thing in the Bible. It's, in the, it's
0: literally in the Bible. It's right there.
1: Jesus drinks. See this <laughs> wine? It is my blood. It's like he even name checks it. Exactly. <laughs> it's
0: fine, folks. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, so she wants, uh she, he wants a beer. She goes off to get some. <laughs> I love that the girl says to Sally, "Do you have any grass? Uh, don't worry, we can get it there." <laughs> I've mentioned before. I'm trying to bring back grass as a slang yes, for weed.
1: Yep, yep. Uh, very yep, unsuccessful so anymore. far. We yep, don't like that it. anymore. I think we need need it.
0: Turns out, Gwen's going to Vietnam. Um, yes, and he volunteered to go to Vietnam. Yes. Um, turns out he volunteered because he was failing school. But yeah, still, um,
1: but he 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 makes a good argument here he really is, does this this is something that i i wish now obviously i don't know what happens in the rest of the season but you know this kind of idea cuz cuz both sally and betty misunderstand why he volunteers they do yep right um Sally said, you know, you know, says, you know, are you fucking stupid?
0: That's the literal line is that. That's right. Yeah.
1: And, and talk and talks about, you know, all these kids that they're going to see. Those are the the kids you're going to be murdering. Yeah. Right. And Betty thinks he's a patriot. Yeah. But what he's doing here, uh, and I'm going to use a 2022 term. Yes. He's deconstructing white privilege. Exactly what he's doing. Because what he's, what he says Is there a bunch of Negro kids over there being killed? Why should I stay here and not be killed while we sit here
0: and get stoned?
1: Exactly. Yep. Yeah, exactly. You know, and and now this is because I do a lot. My main area of study is war war literature. Mm -hmm. You find this a lot. Right, Leaving Dan Billany, the guy, the guy that I did my uh, PhD on, mm-hmm. um, I was talking to his surviving sister. I managed to talk to her before wow. she before she passed away, and I said, mm. "So, so why did he enlist?" And she said, "I just, I just think he felt other people were sac- making a sacrifice, and he felt he had to do it too."
0: I think that's why both my grandparents—sorry, yeah. uh, three of my four grandparents—joined. I, I, yeah. I never heard any of them talk about patriotic fervor yeah. or defending no. the empire yeah it was this is what you did because you kind of people are doing it man and you kind of have to
1: and, and this is the good thing that I like ab- about this this sort of scene is mm-hmm. because we even at the time and I'm not just talking about looking yep. back back on the Vietnam era um, but even during the time it was seen as kind of a black and white binary thing you're either for the war or you're against it yeah and but there was there was an like an in-between right you know and Glenn kind of represents that in, yeah. in between you can, and this is gonna sound weird. Yeah, you can hate the war and still volunteer for it.
0: Because you think it's what you're it's your duty, and also because yeah. what he says, which is we're rich people. Why should we let the poor kids fight?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Um, you and, know, and so there's an yeah. in-between kind of mm-hmm. thing.
0: About six point five million Americans served in Vietnam. Uh, only two point two million of them were draftees. The vast majority were actual volunteers. Yeah. Um, I looked this up after. Like, uh, Cause I thought, wait a second. And I looked this up and it turned out for some reason, I was reading about this just the other day, just right. yesterday. And I don't know well, in a completely unrelated place, but um, now most of the number, uh, but it wasn't like a, that would be let's see 6.6 2.2 so it wasn't like a 67 33 split in the field though the field was a lot more
1: draftees a lot a lot and a lot a lot and a lot darker shall we say Uh, (laughs) they were they were
0: blacker and poorer and not as bright because yeah
1: and this is one of the things that kind of and i'm using this term deliberately gets whitewashed about somebody like martin Luther king jr yeah he spoke out against the vietnam war for that very reason Mm -hmm. that African-Americans were disproportionately casualties because they were being sent to the front more often than white soldiers. And And we we ignore that people ignore that.
0: If people don't understand, here's, here's an example of what systemic racism is. If you set up a situation when people are, when they're inducted into the armed forces, they take a test to an aptitude test. And I, so far I'm with you. That makes a great deal of sense to me. And the test is set up such that, um, If depending on what you do, you know, how you test you, if the higher testing people end up doing things like intelligence, like logistics, which actually does Mm -hmm. take a great deal of brains. That's not, it's true. Nobody's denying that, but you can also train people to do it. Um, whereas the people who score lower become combat infantrymen and guess who scores lower folks. Um, and it's, it's predominantly, it's not just black people. It's black, um, uh, uh working class people yes um so uh, what's the name of the book uh darn it, i can't remember the name, but it's got the, it's got the word class in it in the title okay. but vietnam uh and it makes this point that this was a, a war fought not first of all fought on the american side by working class people who very many of the vast majority were black people yes. were doing the actual fighting right so glenn glenn i my guess <laughs> Is that Glenn ends up working in like uh S3 for i like he's he's, yeah. he's not really getting shot at yeah. uh what he's doing is you know yeah you know, people did all over Stone volunteered yeah. uh yeah. and it apparently turned him insane um yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. the uh, character <laughs> turned him into a conspiracy theorist. A
0: conspiracy theorist and a, and a, and a Putin booster yeah. uh Lieutenant Myron Goldman of turn mm-hmm. of Duty volunteered yep. to get some time in the field uh yep. which was a great tv show that everyone should watch but uh, yeah i it like is. his reasoning um yep. it's good reasoning. It's a, it's a sense of duty to his fellow people and that's kind of yes. cool even though he's got to yeah. go kill some of the other fellow people so uh we have Don talking into a dictaphone which i always because i had a dictaphone as a kid so i just liked it um mm-hmm. which obviously my father stole from work and brought home for me yes <laughs> That's, that's the only reason kids have dictaphones is because their dads to steal them from work. Um, uh, let's assume that it's going to get good. It's it's going to get better. Yeah, it's good. Then Mathis drops in with a bottle uh, and tells and asks Don, what do I do? Um, and Don is immediately dismissive because he's like, first of all, he says, should we open this? And Don's going, yeah. I'm set. Because of course, Don's set. Of course, he's got a glass with him. Um, and you know he tells some stories about what things that he did um dawn's story about the lee garner jr thing is funny uh the story about the the, his idea about bring a bar of soap why that sounds exactly like something my father would have done at work where he would have realized he would have said something he shouldn't have said then he'd walk in the next day all confident and saying ha 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 and everybody would laugh um I don't think Mathis actually understands the point of this conversation.
1: Well, no, but I also, I don't think Don explains it very well. No, he doesn't. <laughs> right. So it's like Don doesn't realize that not everybody is Don.
0: Not everybody is this really good looking, hyper competent guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, like I could not pull off the bar of soap. Like, you no. did. right. Yeah. Because I'm not that confident. <laughs> I would apologize. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah.
0: Oh shit! I shouldn't have said. Oh, I just swore again. Oh, yeah. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> exactly. I think I've actually. I think that's actually happened. Yes, there was yeah. a meeting. <laughs> um, and then only were,
1: one. Only one. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Um, Jones says to 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 um, what's his name? What's the guy's Richard. name again? Richard. Richard. Um, <laughs> they must be radicals if they prefer low income housing to a golf course. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Richard might be a kind of a competent version of Donald Trump. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's a real yeah. estate developer, a wheel yeah. dealer, probably wheeler-dealer. a little shady, Yeah, but at least it seems like he probably, well, it doesn't seem like he's going to start an alt-right takeover of yeah. the Republican party. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> and then Richard's convinced Joan is married. And of course it's all about Kevin. It's not about this yeah. has to go home to a guy. I think, well, she has to go home to a, a guy and that guy is four years old. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, we get uh, the Sally on the phone and I just I, I I know every week I say this but God cared and ship as an actor yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know what else to say
1: yeah well like I said in the, in our document that that this is a, like a very complex set of emotions she has yep. to sort of act right there, there's anger because she's angry at him for going mm-hmm. um, there's fear because she's afraid for his life and then there's like love because I mean maybe not in a romantic way but no 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 Oh, oh, she loves them, right? They've they've
0: known each other since they were five years old.
1: You know, so so there's all these complex set of emotions that are that's difficult sometimes for adult actors to pull off.
0: Yeah, and she's doing this as a fourteen or fifteen year old kid. Yeah, it's really impressive, and I wish she would have won a hundred Emmys for this. Yeah, Um, it really is impressive. Yeah, Uh, we then get Joan and Richard again, and Joan calls the babysitter, and I'm pretty sure that was my babysitter in 1970. Um, Right. She looked like every girl that babysat us with the glasses and the, mm-hmm. she's actually kind of got a little bit of a Mrs. Cotter look going on. I don't know
1: if you got That's that. true. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I looked up what was on, what she was watching on TV. She was watching the movie Harlow from 1965 okay. starring Martin Balsam, who is Talia Balsam's father. Mm-hmm which makes him John Slattery's father-in-law. Mm-hmm. Ah, right? There you go. I thought that was, a, then that obviously is on purpose. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it's an in-joke.
0: <laughs> it's an in-joke, and it's also possibly a way for Matt Weiner to say, hey, Talia, I can uh, slide a couple of bucks through residuals through your father's yeah. estate if you'd like. <laughs> it's, it's, I love it. I love when they do things like that. Um, Richard's a real dick here. Um, yes, he is. You know, I, I, I get the idea of him saying it out loud and that at least yeah. is honest. Okay. So again, he's unlike Donald Trump. So he's honest, right? He just says, yeah. look, I don't want to do this anymore. I already raised kids. I don't want, you know, but you're just a dick buddy.
1: Cause, cause the, the problem here and, and I'm, I'm with you there. Like, like I've done, I've, I've done my duty. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. I get that. That's, that's, that's fine. Perfectly fine. It's fine. Right. Setting up the parameters of the relationship but yep. my problem is then he blames her. Oh yeah, I know. Right. Of course he does. You He's can't go any you can't go anywhere. You know, and that's where he goes from being sort of okay, fair enough, yeah. to okay, now you're a douche. Now you're just being it, a jerk. Yeah. Cause because it's like it's not her fault. It's like no, you know, she's got a kid. But he blames her for you can't go anywhere, you can't do this. It's you're holding me down. It's like no 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 no, you've made a choice. Also, we met three days ago.
0: Exactly. So dude,
1: exactly maybe <laughs> I mean, slow it down. I mean, you've made the choice and, and fair enough. Like I say, I have no problem with making the choice, yep. but then don't sort of make her feel guilty for the choice that you've made.
0: No, it's, it's, it's really, yeah, that really bugs me. I mean, it's, I mean, it's supposed to obviously, but yes. it, it it's, there are a lot of men like this and that, and that goes to now, by the way. And I even yes. sometimes find myself thinking that way and then going, oops, don't do that. Yep. You don't assume that you're right, or you'll have precedence because you have a PP. <laughs> so don't act like it, you know?
1: Um, just because you have a dick doesn't mean you have to act does like you one.
0: have to be one. Yeah, exactly. Is that your line? Cause that's really good.
1: That is, that is my line.
0: Okay. I'm going to take note of that because I think that I'm literally ready just because you have a dick doesn't mean you have to be one. I'm literally going to quote you somewhere in my Actually, life. I said,
1: act like one, but
0: act like one. Okay. You have to act like one. I want to get the quote, right? Of course. Yes, yes. These are actual this is how academics work. Um <laughs> yesterday I got a text message from somebody uh saying that they, they got a paper coming out. Maybe I can I can cite it someday.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, as you know, you're in one of my papers. I know I've this got, is what I've, I'm saying. I've got you, uh Bob Goyach and Anthony Marco as a as a uh because I quoted you from um best episode ever.
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: Monaco Rich. So Monaco you're, Rich. You're, you I, you, I you Bob you. and anth have a have a, a I, footnote she's I, I oh, an end, end note but yeah well we well we, we,
0: yeah I, I use parenthetical citations APA but I, I will yeah. get this in somewhere I I don't <laughs> know where but I will find a way to get it in there uh good line um then we get Peggy and Don and as Peggy comes in there's that music again mm-hmm. um Peggy wants an actual performance review she says you know I've had a really good review yeah a good year I want review my performance because ted, validation. yeah exactly she wants external validation yeah. from and it's not from men here she wants it from no. don or ted the guys yeah. that are her mentors her, right
1: her bo- yeah, and her bosses and her
0: bosses of course yeah
1: right because because again you know i mean and i think she's in a position where it's like i mean and perhaps ironically like they find her so competent and so able that they they're they're happy just to 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 give her the stuff they can just give her stuff to do right yeah but at this point it's like i'm not doing my own performance review it's like you know
0: you've kind of crossed a bit of a line here
1: exactly it's like (laughs) just write the letter of
0: recommendation and i'll sign it yeah exactly Uh, (laughs) um and i'm not really entirely sure what don's thinking here but he is at first, when he, she says, "I want to be the first woman creative director at this yeah. agency," and he laughs, but he's not laughing at her; he's mm-hmm. laughing, and he's not even—it's more like a excellent—that mm-hmm. kind of laugh. It's like, "I'm glad you know what you want." Uh, but then she says she wants to make a lasting cultural impact, something of value. And yeah. he, then he says, "In advertising," yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which it's funny how he's become the cynical ad man because yeah. he was a cynical ad man that also was somehow. I don't know what the word is. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Um, but you know, like he's, but all sort of, he wasn't nihilistic. No, he didn't, yeah. didn't think he was. I think he yeah, actually he, was.
1: He, he he consented to the job. Yes. Here he's no longer consenting to the job. That's right. Well put. And this and this is what I say when 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 I say he's having a different conversation <laughs> because he's thinking is there more t- to life than that? Yep. You know where she obviously be for a lot of reasons. She that's for her. That's that's the big thing, right? You know, and and so you know when she says, you know, talks about him shitting on her on her dreams. I don't think that's his intention.
0: Oh, I I I don't think it is at all. Right?
1: It's he's just like really is is that really all there is is there nothing more it's
0: it's yeah it's like he expects her to say well what i get out of advertising and start my own business what i'm gonna do or i'm gonna go back to school and get a phd like he's expecting something big from her because he's like you're really smart and really good and really young and why are you in this stupid business we're in?" yeah you know yeah i like that uh but yeah i don't think he even knows what he's talking about
1: you no, know, yeah. and I, yeah, and, and that I think that's part of the point of this season is yeah. he's struggling, right? Because you know, and that that happens when we, you know, when when we're changing the way we think about things. There, there there's a period where it's like I'm not sure what's going on here, mm-hmm. right? You know, yeah. should I become a Marxist, for example? It's like <laughs> you know, or shouldn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like okay, let me let me let me think about it for a bit.
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, it was a quick shot of. Joan leaving for work and uh, we hear the Sesame street theme, which I am immediately transported back to nineteen seventy. Yes. Uh, it's like, yes. Oh my God, I am Kevin. I just am that little boy. Uh, and then when he says, bye-bye, I mean, it's supposed to break you, uh, yeah. because she's all pissed off and she says that the, you know, the babysitters destroying her life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, where's your mom? Yeah. I mean, we know her mom's there, but maybe her, yeah. maybe her mom's, I don't know. Maybe her mom's got a job, right. Yeah. It's, pos- it's all possible. Um, but yeah, I mean, I know it's supposed to make me go, oh, geez, but it really does. Yeah. <laughs> um, as the kids say, it hits you right in the feels.
1: Right in the feels.
0: I hate that expression so much. I can't believe me I too. just said it. Me I too. Hate it. I hate it. Me too. Um, <laughs> tell you something, Mathis ain't no Don Draper, and no. when he tries, if the thing is, he sh- first of all, he should have gone with the soap idea, which I thought was kind of clever. Yeah. Or said nothing. The other approach one can take after one does something stupid is to pretend it never happened because everyone was embarrassed. So you just move on. Right. Nope. Not Mathis. Mathis says you're all fucking idiots.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because what Don should have said is this is what I did. Now you find something of your own. Exactly. And And do it. Yeah. I always
0: tell people when students say, I've never given a presentation before. Um, can you give me any tips? And I say, find out, integrate anything that you think would work that, say, for example, a professor you like does as long as it fits with your personality. Yeah. And I say to them, if you like to walk around, walk around a lot like I do yeah. but and, and and make the odd little joke like I do. But if that's yeah. not your personality, don't do no. it. The no. world, and I always say the same thing. The world needs fewer people like me, not more mm-hmm. people like me. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you don't have to agree with that very quickly. Uh, so if you want to stand, stand still behind the podium, do that.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm a leaner. I like to lean on things when I'm. When I'm I, like
0: to, I like to stop about when I get close to the end, about 10 minutes left. I then just sit on a desk, which yeah. I mean, I become this archetypal university professor. And I think it's kind of gross that I do it, but I just sit yeah. down. <laughs> And I'm not just trying, I'm not trying to be cool, folks. I usually at that point just have to pee. But anyway, um
1: <laughs> Yeah, but lecture bladder kicks in and then it's, you're fine. It's the...
0: <laughs> that's right.
1: That's no, it's true, right? Fine until the end of class. Then you yeah. really gotta go. And, it's and like, that's okay, when the it's students come and say, Can
0: I talk to you? It's like, yeah, in about five minutes, I'll talk oh. to you. Later. <laughs> come upstairs, follow me, but don't follow me to the bathroom. That would be weird. Um <laughs> and then Mathis, of course, says uh, goes and tells Don. <laughs> No, it's the one where I told them they were assholes. <laughs>
1: it's like, what?
0: <laughs> yeah. And and Don says, you know, that guys like him know how to do it. Now he's not wrong, except that he's also not right, like like yes. we were just discussing, right? There's a way to do this to be self-deprecating and 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 contrite and have it fit with your personality. And for yes. some people, it's making a joke like that. Yes. Like I said, my my father would make that joke, and everyone would realize that. He was taking responsibility for having done that. He wouldn't do it again until the next time, Um, (laughs) you know, but that's not who Mathis is. Mathis is a quiet, not, he's not Don Draper, right? He works there. He's not, doesn't have his name on the door. Now he says, take responsibility for your character. Uh, And then uh, I love what Mathis says to him. You don't have any character. You're just handsome. (laughs) nice yeah now he does have character don has a weird set of morals about business yeah not about his personal life but about business right because he's always like we can't get rid of these clients he's got a really weird attachment to old clients where compared to old wives which he just doesn't care about but he you know not that you should find something that fits with your character not anyway um but mathis isn't wrong there no (laughs) Liked it. um Richard calls, uh, or shows up and Jones, Jones secretary. I love that. Joan has a secretary. I just think it's just wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim McLeod's here to see you. And of course she immediately knows who it is. There's the music again. Um, I love part of, I like Jones saying, oh, I thought about it and I'm sending my son away. Now, obviously she wasn't going to do yeah. that. Yeah. She's basically trying to say to him, so this is what you want me to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then she says, you know, I live with my
1: mother. Um, and then he says, "I don't want to be rigid; it makes you old." Yeah.
0: He's he's obsessed with not being old. Right?
1: I know, I know. It's, he's having a midlife crisis. He's he's,
0: a, he's just a walking midlife crisis.
1: Yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's what that's what she is. She's a new Porsche.
0: Yeah. Oh no, that's exactly what she is. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and she even sometimes wears a red dress. Though the green one at the earlier more of an Aston Martin, but mm-hmm. uh, or, or a or a, ja- or a Jaguar. Ooh, yeah. British racing green. Um, yeah. No, you didn't like the scene.
1: No, just because you know it's like. You know, she's trying to play this game, and it's like, don't play. It. Just tell him he's a douchebag. Yeah, that, that's and, my dude too. Just you know, it's because the problem I have is her sort of saying she's sending the kid away. If you want to, if you want me to choose, I'm choosing you. He can mis misinterpret that exactly.
0: That's always that. That was my fear right? when I watched this. I thought. When I first watched that, I thought there's no way she means that she's not sending Kevin away no, because she has to send her mom away as well. So it's obviously the case that she's doing this to make a point to him, but yeah. he doesn't know that.
1: No. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's like, just say, no, look, you know, if, if your choice, you made your choice fine. Right. You know, cause again, it, it's like her kind of accepting the responsibility that it's her fault.
0: And it's not her fault. She's got a kid. it's no there's no fault. Yeah, which is why I say,
1: yeah, it's it's kind of a character regression here. It's like, you know, instead of her saying, "No, I'm not gonna," you know, "I'm not gonna choose my you over my kid." If 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 that's the way you want it, that's fine. Yeah, you know, but she sort of then kind of plays his game, and you know, I often dislike it when people try and play play other people's games because then you're playing into their Then you're
0: playing into the games exactly um oh glenn drops by this time he's not there to see sally i don't think he's there to see sally the first time either no um and you know she talks betty says they have all the comforts of home which is true um vietnam was basically chicago with vietnamese people Uh, it was and it was talked about eventually in the u.s military position papers and stuff but we shouldn't make it too much like home yeah because you know and a lot of it was psychological, like the culture shock on the soldiers. They, you just come back and, you know, 10 hours ago, you were being shot at. Now you're sitting in a bar. You've also yeah. brushed your teeth earlier, you know, you know, in a, 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 a air conditioned barracks with Colgate toothpaste. Yeah. <laughs> like, it makes sense. I think the, the idea we have in our head is that it should be exactly like home. So they're comfortable it's like no you know soldiers shouldn't yeah. be completely comfortable
1: yeah cuz and one of the things that a lot of uh, vietnam vets said is like they they never understood the vietnamese
0: no you and don't by, get a chance and, to because you can by, pretend to be american
1: exactly and and that's the thing is like you know um because they they don't really interact with the vietnamese they don't see the real vietnam and so the vietnamese become and i'm going to use an offensive term yep um become gooks Yes. Right. They be, they they become these kind of stereotypical mythical creatures yeah. that are dehumanized. Yeah. Uh, you know, which I mean, makes it easy to, uh, for they, the vil massacre. It's easier for the vil massacre to happen, right. 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 Exactly. Um, you know, um, it's it's a lot
0: easier to kill people when you don't view them as the same as you. It's exactly. really way easier. Exactly. Uh, there's a. In fact, I just saw a piece of footage from the Ukraine war uh, where uh, um, a Russian is underneath a wall that's kind of half collapsed like he's going to be fine but he's there and this ukrainian guy comes up and he's wearing a a camera so it's obviously and you can you can tell this isn't staged and the russian guy i was reading the subtitles says um because his his leg's been crushed and he says just finish. whoops what the hell was that he says just finish just finish me off and the ukrainian guy says we're not like you asshole yeah (laughs) and See, this is the kind of thing where, you know, soldiers, they they think like that, and they don't see the enemy as someone like them. And the Russians have been told for years they weren't like them, whereas the Ukrainians are hearing something different. And that, I think, illustrates that point. Um, Now, of course, he's, yeah, uh, now now, now he, can I have that beer now? Um, (laughs) Now Glenn makes the move. What he's always wanted for all these years is not just a lock of Betty's hair and to watch her pee. Okay, that was weird, but folks, that happened in the show. Um, and then Betty, her reaction here isn't, she says, I can't because I'm married.
1: Yeah. Oh, she's, she, she totally go. Oh, she's a total into it. cougar. She'd <laughs> yeah. go total cougar if she could.
0: Oh yeah. She's completely into it. Um, uh, yeah. And Glenn then says this was going to be the one good thing that came out of this. <laughs> so he joined the army to impress mm-hmm. Betty Francis. Nicely done. Um, and this is where you find out he failed out of school and everything. Yeah. Um, thing is, he's in upstate New York. He could have got to Montreal in like mm-hmm. um, an hour and a half. Yeah, he, he could have then, you know, become a draft dodger. There's a whole community of Americans living yes, in, in Montreal. Definitely. He then could have got like he would have watched all those great 1970s Montreal Canadiens teams.
1: It's true. That's true. Yeah. and spinorama.
0: Yeah, I was watching some of the uh, Summit Series games the other day, and Savard mm-hmm. did a spinorama, and the yeah. Russians didn't know what to do because no one did the spinorama back then. Yeah. So great! Yeah. yeah, but nope, he Gilles was right. Tried-
1: skating <laughs> down with his hair blowing, fastest hair him. in the history
0: of the National exactly. Hockey. Exactly. So great! Here comes the big lumbering mm-hmm. Montreal defenseman leading a five-man Robinsonian rush. I remember Montreal playing Washington in 1974, Washington's yeah. first year, where they only won eight games, and the Habs had a five-on-zero break in that game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he should have gone. He he shouldn't have. He should have gone to Montreal. Uh, Don's out with the girls, and we've seen those girls before in the. Uh, yep. That's Sally's friends from school, mm-hmm. or I guess classmates that they're actually friends. They're going to meet uh, Senator Dodd, who's a Democrat from Connecticut, uh, mm-hmm. who actually was an interesting fellow. Uh, he was. He was one of the prosecutors of the in the Nuremberg trials.
1: The Nuremberg trials, yeah. Mm-hmm. He also helped to criminalize LSD.
0: Okay. So some of the good, some of the bad. Uh, you take the good, you take the bad.
1: Take the bad. And there that's you have the facts of life. Facts of
0: life. Um <laughs> dark haired girl there is coming on to Dawn. And like she's just, it's she's laying yeah. it on so thick. And I will say this. I don't think Dawn Draper ever would have been interested in a 16-year-old girl, except when he was maybe 16 or 17. Yeah. Um, that's just not who he is. And I like the fact that he was, I think he was like. I could call her out here, but I won't. What I'll do mm-hmm. is I'll play along, but I will not encourage her, which yes. I think he did. I think he stated yeah. that line decently. But I could see as a kid watching your parent and then just having seen what happened with Glenn, you'd be like, oh, my parents yeah. are gross.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, and again, uh, it also, it, it's the thing that that's what's happening here is that Dawn's changing. Yeah. And people around him aren't realizing but
0: They it. have no idea because the change right. is all internal, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And and Sally, of course, knowing his, the history that Don has.
0: <laughs> Remember the time right? I saw you fucking the neighbor lady?
1: <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, here we go again. Only with a 17-year-old. Only good. She's
0: my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and of course, Sally has they're out by the bus and Sally reads this the wrong way. And I mean, yeah. I get why she read it that way because, yeah. you know. And uh, she says, "You can't control yourself, can yeah. you? It just doesn't stop. It doesn't stop you, and it doesn't stop, Mom." Um,
1: she says, "You ooze everywhere," which I thought was a great line. It's very like, well put, yeah. isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when Don says, "Your friend's a fast girl," and I didn't want to embarrass her. Embarrass yeah. you?
1: Um, I don't know if she is, though. I don't know if she is. She was certainly flirting She's with Don. Trying to be right she was trying to be that's fair but whether she is or not again you know it's yeah again a a lot of what this show is about is is the difference between perception and reality right yep you know
0: no exactly um you are like your mother you're and you're like me and then he says you're a very beautiful girl and i thought to myself when i first saw this uh don't do that and then he says but you can be so much you're so much more than that it's like oh Oh, good. and that was like, oh, that's what a dad's supposed to say to his daughter. Yeah. That's that's perfect. Either he's been reading a book and practicing, <laughs> or he's actually figured it out. Um, on the road
1: to Damascus.
0: Yes, maybe maybe a bit of Megan, maybe the right part of Megan rubbed off on Don. Yes, you know, uh, so that's good. Um, the kids were then playing guns. I was never allowed a machine gun toy.
1: We used wood.
0: Yeah, <laughs> my my dad carved us some guns.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I, mean, you know, my we lived in a middle class area, but my parents didn't have money to buy me those that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, you know, we had guns because it was the 70s and Sackville was being built at the time. So there was wood everywhere. So I just found one that looked like a gun. Yeah. And wandered around pretending to shoot people. I even had a friend who would climb up a tree. And if you pretended to shoot him, he would fall out of the tree.
0: Uh, you know, it's funny with this, the things we did as kids. Yeah. And the I'm, not, I'm, not, we I'm, I'm not advocating that. No. And
1: saying that people should do that, but that's no. what he did.
0: Uh, my my dad made my brother and I toy guns out of like he carved pieces of wood. But then at the top, he put a clothes peg and then two, two nails and an elastic. And you could fire shopper and popsicle yeah. sticks at people. Yeah. Like he made, this is how different the world was, folks. Yeah. And it was not weird. No one said, your dad made you a weapon. Everyone was yeah. like, cool. Could he make me one?
1: Cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, and also keep in mind that I was a kid that was fascinated by World War II anyway. So, exactly. you know, I mean, you know,
0: <laughs> I was always the kid when we were playing war to go, okay. Okay. So who are you? Are you the Germans or are we the Germans? Cause somebody has yeah. got to be the Germans. <laughs> uh, yes. And it was always the one kid who had the old dad who was like, you know, there was, there's always that one kid whose dad had him at 45 kind of thing. You know, my dad yeah. actually fought in the war. You go, Oh dude, yeah. really? Yeah. Does he ever talk about it? No. Okay. <laughs> of yeah. course he doesn't. Oh, look, she sold the apartment. Oh, ah, very good. And we end with, uh, which I think is trying to make us, uh, It's as, as often is the case, it's kind of sledgehammer in a way. But the idea that they use first ha- time I ever saw your face as he's walking, wa- like lo- walking out of the apartment. It's perfect because we're thinking about how the show's ending and how.
1: Yep. Oh, yeah, it's the end, end of an era.
0: It is in this, and that is the first song they're using that is blatantly 1970.
1: Like that is not a
0: 60s song. No. That is a, if you said, where does this come from? I I say 60, uh, 70s. And I think actually that album comes out in 1970, 1969, actually. But uh, I think, but it's not, it doesn't sound like a 60s song. It sounds like a 70s song. Yeah. what I miss, Steve?
1: Uh, Just two things. Two things, folks. As usual. The standard As per usual mm-hmm. um first one we'll go we'll go back to um when um mathis is talking to don and the story that he tells about lee garner and mathis <laughs> points out that um that roger tells the same story except that he was in love that lee garner was in love with don and wanted to jack him off right i mean <laughs> and that's the term he uses he wanted yeah, to jack he says off jack him and off And jack- the,
0: the thing is like, it's it's like it's now in it's it's, it's It's like, it's always been a really open secret that Lee Garner Jr. Is gay. Yeah. It's like, everybody's known it except for Don Draper. It's like, he's the only person who didn't know. Yeah. I I I think
1: that's true. And it's like, Oh, Oh, it's like, really? Oh.
0: And everybody else is like, yeah, well that's Lee's gay. You know, Lee's gay. Right.
1: (laughs) You know, and, and Don, you're a handsome man. I mean, come on now. Of course. Yeah. You know, (laughs) um, and the second one, we'll go back. We'll, we'll go. is actually the first one that comes first chronologically. But <clears> um, when we go back to Joan and Richard, and and he's talking about like he's retired and he's divorced, and she says she needs to work. Yeah. You know, I think that you know again, this is this is a show about fulfillment. Yes. He he he's he's made the choice he he has because he's had his career, he's fulfilled with that, and now he wants something else. Again, which is perfectly valid, perfectly yeah, fine. Of course. But she's, as she said, she's got the job she's always wanted. So now she wants that kind of fulfillment, yeah, which is why she says she she needs to work is because she, she hasn't been fulfilled in her life up until this point, and this yes. job can give her that kind of fulfillment that that she wants exactly. You know? um, um where, yeah. whereas he he doesn't need that fulfillment,
0: yeah, he's because he's well, because he's a man. Um, he's been, it's the world's just been a lot easier. It's a lot easier to get fulfilled when you have different roles you can play. She exactly. for the longest time could play, play only one that she was, was not very fulfilling. And now she was finally able to do something that she's always been able to do, which is yeah. you know, a competent, smart, excellent businesswoman. And now she's doing that and she doesn't want to give it up. And it's and,
1: it. and now she, now she's in a society that has changed enough that she can actually do it.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. I think she always had this, uh, in her, in the back of her head that, uh, you know, that, that she could do this. I think a lot of women thought these things over the years, just cause that's just, a, but they never were allowed to, yep. you know, but then, um, now she can on that note, uh, you got anything you want to plug?
1: Uh, no, Oliver and I are going to record, um, tonight. So oh, next nice. week, Next week, you should have uh, me and Oliver talking about Star Trek, and we're going to talk about the Squire of Gothos, Metamorphosis, and the Savage Curtain. Oh, Savage Curtain's good, too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah you got, some, you got some, good, some good ones there. There's also Squire of
1: real... Gothos is one of my favorites. Oh, it's a great episode. It's, gr- it's great. It's a
0: great episode. I, when, when, when Trelane is speaking German. Yeah. Like, like a German soldier. He, yeah. <laughs> so great.
2: Yeah.
0: uh Right. You can follow Steve on Twitter at Doc Pinko. You can follow me at he brought back And you can find other podcasts we do by Googling. Look, just Google. Yeah, Google. Ladies and gentlemen, Google Bing. Use Bing. What about Bing? Bing.
1: What about Lycos. Ask Jeeves. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> Uh, and as I noted earlier on, uh, we will be taking a week off. Uh, it is Canadian Thanksgiving, uh, yes. and um, I don't know about you, but in Ontario, this is the uh, the next next week is a break week for universities. So uh,
1: and it's not for us. No, that's too bad. Yeah, they 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 put ours on November 11th, so they don't have to give us that extra day for. Right, remember day because well, they put
0: ours this week, so they don't have to give us an extra day. Because they're because <laughs> they're, they're shitty
1: human beings who don't yeah. want to give us extra holidays because you know we're workers and yeah, their job is to shit on us.
0: Yeah, I, sometimes it feels that way. It really does. Exactly. Uh, on that note, I will see you in two weeks, Steve.
1: Okay, see you then.
3: The first time ever I saw. thought the sun
0: mouse pointer there it is okay <laughs> I should I should leave that part in where's my fucking mouse pointer